0: I've read here before about my lifelong love of running, but I've never talked about the love of watching someone else run. I'm not talking about professional athletes here, but rather Noah's sprint. We had the pleasure of having our grandkids at our home over a recent weekend. Naturally, it was one of our favorite weekends of the summer. We did all kinds of things together from collecting black walnuts that had fallen from their trees prematurely to baking and decorating sugar cookies for grandpa to eat. We read, hugged, walked the dog, visited the fish Hatchery and stopped at Whippy Dip, our favorite ice cream stand anywhere, several times. Sometimes just hanging out together is the best activity of all. Inevitably, though, I would need to burn off some of the cookies and ice cream. With plenty of adults on site, I sought permission for a brief run under the sun-filled skies and asked Noah whether he might want to come with me. He needed only seconds to endorse the idea and make the straight-faced observation that he would run faster than me even if he stopped a couple of times for rest. I did not challenge the assertion. I have long recognized the face of a losing bet. We set out across the Luther College campus, a relatively abandoned place in the summer, full of green spaces and majestic trees, perhaps unparalleled in beauty anywhere. There, on the sidewalks, which can take us anywhere, I had clear line of sight of the unleashed joy of a child runner. Noah sprinted ahead of me immediately, as if to underscore his prediction of leaving me behind. And thanks to that wide-open expanse called the campus, I could only watch in wonder as he accelerated, seemingly without effort, with eight-year-old arms and legs flailing in less-than-synchronized symmetry. Noah ran, not with finely-tuned musculature or controlled breathing, but rather with heart. It's all he needed. His slapdash run brought me momentarily to a halt, not because I was tired out from trying to catch the lightning bug, but because of the awesome spectacle that is Noah. His is a purity of spirit, of experiencing life with all senses, not yet confined by the protocols and manners of containment. In the moment, he embodied words within one of my favorite songs, Born to be Wild. Like a true nature's child, we were born, born to be wild. We can fly so high, I never want to die. I wanted to keep watching this raw display of pure energy, but he stopped and turned around, impatiently beckoning me to follow. I have no doubt but that Noah was feeling the purity of spirit that each of us has felt within our lifetimes, for some of us, maybe oftentimes. It is a wide-open embrace of air and sky and earth, wrapped up in an unfettered freedom of movement, where for the moment we owe nothing to anyone but ourselves. Noah's sprint had nothing to do with making me feel slow, despite his crowing. It had everything to do with the luxury of abandon, of seizing the moment at hand and squeezing every drop of energy from it. Noah and the other kids do it without conscious thought. The rest of us need to concentrate a little more to feel it. So I did follow Noah all the way around campus and back home. Once when he let me catch up to him, I pushed myself into my fastest sprint Sensing my challenge, Noah kicked his gait into the next gear, I really wonder how many he has, and he pulled away from his now breathless grandfather. I felt both shattered and elated. I am always excited at the opportunities to teach Noah about life and its realities, but maybe even more thrilled at things he reminds me about in living life.